Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. I am your host, as per usual. My name is Inez Bai. I'm also a health and mindset coach helping you to find peace in all areas of life. Let go of that anxiety that is holding you back and learn how to manage your emotions even better so that you can be the strong, resilient human being that you were born to be. <laughs> nice little intro for you. Um, it is Tuesday afternoon. It is the Tuesday afternoon before... Christmas, which I can hardly believe. And I know that I can speak for many of us that we feel a little bit disorientated entering this silly season. So I feel you. I thought I would pop in today and give a little bit of an episode around how to manage your feelings around food and body image during the silly season, because I know that it can bring up a lot around this time of year because we're out to more social events or not really because of COVID. But, you know, for those of us in New South Wales, our plans have changed a little bit. But here is to sending that good juju to seeing um, how Christmas will unfold. But, you know, anywhere in the world, regardless we might have more holidays or there might be more food around or we might be sitting at home more and that can really lead to us feeling a little bit triggered in our relationship with food so I thought I would just um, share some of my best tips around having a healthy relationship with food and not feeling guilty and really allowing yourself to be present and yes enjoy the food but not make food the only thing about the holidays and so that you can still feel like you know yourself because we all know that when we're constantly overeating or we're constantly analyzing and feeling bad about the food that we're eating we don't feel our best so before we get started, let's chat. Let's check in. I don't think I've given a bit of a life update. So last week we had the last week of the abundance method, which is my four week course all designed on helping you to create more abundance in all areas of your life. And that course was, it just went off. It was so amazing. And I'll probably be running it next year around March, which is wild to think about. Um, It is one of my favorite courses ever to run and it's such a good foundation. So that was a really, really nice way to end the year. And I'm kind of just in a little bit of a limbo phase. I mean, I wouldn't call it, it's not a bad phase at all, but I have about a month in between programs now. And I actually scheduled that because last year, I remember getting to the end of the year and feeling really burnt out and tired just from jumping from launching and doing lots of programs and working with lots of clients right up until the last moment. And something that I used to always do was literally work like as, because I could some, you know, often I could work right until Christmas Eve. So I would, but honestly, it's the end of the year. We've all been working more than we ever have before. I've spoken about that before on the podcast. And you know what? I run my own business and I run my own life. So I'm not going to live a life that is acceptable by others just because maybe other people might be working or just because I can work doesn't mean that I need to. So I've really given myself permission to take it pretty slow. I'm taking enrollments for the Peaceful Soul program, which is starting in mid-January and I'm setting up a few new clients, which is really exciting. All of the girls who have signed up for Early Bird as well are doing messenger coaching with me. So that's been really, really juicy. And I feel like I can dedicate so much energy to them because I'm really, I'm not, you know, super busy at the moment. And I think that's another thing too. Like I sometimes feel a little bit of uh, shame or I don't want to feel like I'm gloating around the fact that I'm just like taking it really easy. But to be honest, I'm not that busy at the moment, but I'm doing really well. Like I'm just taking it slow for the first time in my life. I feel like I'm really don't feel guilty about just resting, about really being in the moment. And of course, I'm like I said, I'm still working with a few clients and I'm you know, recording this podcast. I'm on social media, all things that are part of my job, but I've really released the pressure out of having to do it every 
every single day or, you know, I should be doing it this amount of times or, or whatever it is. And the same goes with me actually for my self-care routines for about over a year, probably I've been, I've been really consistent with um, some routines or habits that I had. So I've been meditating for three or four years and I used to religiously use the Headspace app because I really need something guided to keep me meditating. Um, and, and I did that really religiously. And then I moved to Insight Timer just because I wanted to be exposed to different kind of teacher, teachers, different voices, different experiences. So that's been really good. And I also for the past year, and, and when I say the past year, like almost every single day, I journaled and I was using the journal prompts from the future um, not the future the holistic psychologist on Instagram because they were just really good I found that if I had something some journal prompts to journal to it made me a lot more consistent and it gave me some inspiration to kind of like bounce off the prompts I did that literally almost every day for a year and it literally transformed my life like I would write every day about things that were holding me back and how to move through them and what I wanted to call into my life and it's so awesome for me because I've been through about three or four of those like Kiki fake Kiki K fake leather journals. And when I go to read back the one that I started last September, I remember I started with a new coach last September and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy myself like a beautiful special journal. And that was the first time where I ever bought like a dedicated journal. I used to be one of those people that would just use those like free journals that you'd get when you go to like conferences or like, you know, events or whatever. Whereas this time I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this special for me. And at the time I was still kind of like understanding money mindset as well. And I was still kind of learning that like, it's good. This sounds so basic, but like when you spend a bit of money into something, it makes you value it even more. And so obviously that applies to journaling. If I don't buy like a lush journal or not that it needs to be expensive, but if I intentionally buy a nice journal that makes me feel excited to use it, then I'm going to feel more excited and inspired to to use it, right? So anyway, I've been doing that, <laughs> journaling and meditating almost every single morning. But the past couple of months, I've just, I've lost interest. And I think we can so quickly jump to thinking, well, that must mean that you're not being disciplined enough or I'm being lazy or I've lost my routine and therefore I'm going to lose all momentum. But I know my personality. I'm incredibly self-aware and I've done so much work on myself both by myself and with courses and teachers and coaches and therapy and everything like that that I know that beating myself up about not you know continuing to put energy into things that aren't serving me anymore is not going to get me to where I want to be and I really really clung on to journaling and meditation as my anchors during the day and obviously with everything that's been going on this year with the pandemic and constant changes and not seeing people as often and you know having a lot less things on having those specific activities to do every single day really really grounded me but now it's really actually nice to move through the world and still have a really sound and resilient mindset without having to rely on journaling and meditation to give that to me. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I never meditate anymore. I never journal anymore. It's just something that isn't as high as a priority as it may have been for me a couple of months ago. What has continued to stay a massive priority for me is listening to podcasts and reading books and getting back into reading a little bit more nonfiction. So um, I think I mentioned I was reading like a Brene Brown book and I recently just 
I've almost finished The Space in Between, which is by the hosts of the Shameless podcast um, and just reading and researching more podcasts. And I feel like we always go through phases with like podcasts and TV shows and um, music that we're listening to. And because society's kind of conditioned us to believe like, yeah, that's fine and that's normal. We don't judge ourselves. So why do we all need to continually do the same exercise or the same um, self-care activities all the time or the same job all the time like why is it seen as such a failure to want to change tracks and it's not unless you allow someone else who isn't living your life to decide that for you and of course if you allow like societal pressure or your parents or your what you think other people think of you determine how you live your life then you're not deciding how you want to live your life so For me, it's been a really nice experience to know that all of the lessons and I guess the resilience that I built up by being so consistent with my um, with my meditating and journaling is still lessons that I can like apply to today, but I don't need to do it every single day in order for it to be effective. And that really comes down to me also working a lot on, of course, my emotional intelligence, the way that I'm able to respond and give energy to certain emotions and just really having like not relying necessarily on like that specific routine in order to feel good about myself. And I wanted to share this as well, because sometimes we think, oh, well, I need to be meditating more often or I should be reading more often but is that actually what you really want to do and even right now as you're listening to this I just want you to sit and reflect and think about one thing that you want to do or that has been at the back of your mind for a while and you've really wanted to do it but for some reason you haven't done it and just think okay well why don't I just make that my focus you know if I wanted to listen to I wanted to read more non-fiction books but yet I've been thinking I should be doing more meditating putting my energy into something I should be doing is not going to be as satisfying. Yeah, maybe it's meant to be really good for my mindset and it is, of course, but if it's not something that lights me up or that my body is nudging me to do, then it's not going to be the best option for me. Maybe for you, it's like you've been wanting to paint and something else that I did on the weekend um, in Sydney, wearing a mask, of course, because we have our little second wave here in Sydney. Um, I went to Bunnings and I bought some spray paint and I bought some like DIY things because that has been really something I've like wanted to get done for a while. So stay tuned on my Instagram because I'm sure I'll post some updates on what I'm doing for DIY. But like that's just been feeling really exciting for me at the moment and that's okay. So let's just like take away the dogma around oh I should be meditating otherwise I'm not a wholesome self-conscious uh, oh, self-conscious a wholesome conscious person like you get to decide that for yourself and the best way to create a life that really aligns with you is of course getting to know you and your values and also taking action on the things that make you happy regardless of whether they are woke or super spiritual or, or whatever And if you need help with that, definitely um, message me about joining the Peaceful Soul because that's exactly what I help you to define and getting in touch with your intuition so that you can make decisions based off your intuition rather than wanting other people's approval. So just send me a DM. Um, We are starting in the middle of January, so there's plenty of time. But if you send me a message now, we can get you started straight away because I'll be doing, like I said, bonus messenger coaching. Okay, let's get stuck into today's topic, which is all about having a healthy relationship with food. Whoop, whoop. So the first thing that I want to say is your relationship with food starts way before Christmas lunch or social events. But what often happens is when we get a little bit busier, like in the social scene, which generally happens around December, you know, you might have like friendmas lunches or family things or Christmas drinks or end of year parties and whatever. 
that any sort of issue that's been bubbling below the surface may rise up during this time because you are in more situations than you normally would be around food. So we really need to look at your whole approach with eating and body image over this whole year. Do you feel like you've been constantly trying to lose weight? Have you you know, been doing diets? Have you been telling yourself that you shouldn't be eating carbs? And what sort of rules or um, even like philosophies have you had around food this year? Because if they have been one of, I should be losing weight or I should be eating differently to change my body or I shouldn't be eating this, then that's really coming from a place of restriction. And so it means if you've been living under that approach and even if you haven't necessarily lost any weight or you feel like you haven't been able to stick with the diets because diets are impossible to stick with anyway, so don't make yourself feel guilty about it. I just want to explain the whole situation. Then naturally, if you've been feeling really restricted all year, when you get to the end of the year and you're exposed to so many, so much food, your body is just like, oh my God, I have to make the most of it. I need to eat all of it. And then I'll get back on the bandwagon tomorrow or I'll start January 1st and be healthy again or whatever kind of um, compromise we seem to convince ourselves of. So of course, naturally that's going to happen. But here's the benefit about being in that position where you feel like you want to eat a lot more food. This time, this year, like 2021, instead of starting the year of like, I'm going to do yet another diet because if diets worked, but then you wouldn't need to be doing another one again. You know, if it actually was meant to be working for you, you wouldn't have to try again and over and over again. Stop trying to do the same thing or variations of the same thing and convincing yourself it's slightly different. Like not eating gluten is still a diet if you're doing it for a restriction purpose or because you think it's going to make you air quotes healthier or intermittent fasting is still a diet or avoiding food carbs after 6 p.m. or whatever thing. It doesn't even have to be labeled a diet, but if it's got some sort of rule that inhibits you from listening to your body and truly just doing whatever it wants, then it's some form of restriction, which is always going to lead to binging in some way or to just feeling like you're really out of touch with your body and out of alignment. So this year for 2021, how about you decide even if you eat extra, even if you don't, you know, and, and when we're listening to our body, that doesn't mean that we're eating to the perfect level of satisfaction at every single meal. What it means is sometimes I want to eat six brownies in one go and yeah, I'm going to feel a little bit sick the next day, but I'm going to continue to eat. Like even if you overeat, even if you have the whole freaking roast at Christmas or you eat the entire leg of ham by yourself, continue eating. You have to still eat the next day. You still need to eat normally the next day because that's how your body works. It's always burning through energy and you're always going to need more fuel. And we are our, our, like circadian rhythm, right? Our body expects food at certain times when it's used to getting lunch at a certain time, used to getting breakfast at a certain time. So you will still get like the desire to eat sometimes, you know, sometimes we might eat heaps and we might miss a meal. And that's cool too. Like that's part of listening to your body. And that's the amazing thing that happens the longer you go on this journey of just completely departing from diet culture and eating more intuitively. So know that it is normal to overeat during the Christmas period. And also remind yourself that anything, and this is a key part of eating intuitively and listening to your body that I think 
a lot of us maybe overlook as well because we're stuck in the diet culture, which makes us feel like we need to make the most of food that's in front of us. Remind yourself that anything that you're eating on Christmas Day, whether it's pavlova, heaps of chips, cheese, um, I don't know, ham, like I said before, any food that's there, you can have that on Christmas Day and you can make the most of it and you enjoy every single morsel that tastes good. And also you get to have it the next day and the next day and the next day unconditional permission to eat food because if you tell yourself today is the only day that I can eat that food you're basically having a structured binge and then that's going to lead to you restricting again and then feeling like you need to binge again instead tell yourself and you really have to work at this because your body your nervous system has probably been acting from a place of feeling under fire and threat all the time because it's like oh one day I give you heaps of food the next three days I'm going to starve you the next day I'm going to put heaps of food in you and like just that those highs and lows is really stressful in your body so just reminding yourself that you are safe to eat that food whenever you want because when you know that you can have it every single day you're less likely to overeat on that one day Again, not to make you feel bad if you eat way beyond the point of feeling full on Christmas Day or at any point during the silly season. And really important that in the next day you continue to eat as normal. Just pretend you didn't even eat extra. And I know it feels really like totally opposite of what you should be doing, especially if you've been living your life from a place of um, dieting for so many years. But it is the thing that's going to help you to stop having these binging episodes and to actually be able to listen to your body. I also really want to affirm that if you have time off the gym, if you can't get to the gym as often, if you eat extra food, it's so fine. It's literally one week of the entire year. Your body is not really going to notice the difference. Even if you wake up feeling bloated, you are okay. You still deserve to be content in this moment, regardless of how you are feeling. And please don't get it confused that just because you feel uncomfortable does not necessarily mean that you've gained weight. Not that gaining weight is a bad thing either. Of course, like gaining weight can be an incredible thing. And it's something that I have experienced in my own food freedom journey. And it's made me feel more comfortable in my body however I want us to be actually clear on what it is that we're feeling and the messages our body is communicating to us so if we wake up one morning and we're feeling bloated or we just don't want to put jeans on because they're uncomfortable anyway don't jump to this conclusion that something really bad has happened to your body and you need to make up for it and go and exercise and not eat anything actually drop into your body what am I actually feeling in this moment? Maybe I feel uncomfortable. Okay, how can I make myself feel more comfortable? Wearing my favorite pants that feel really loose and just like not on top of me or having a really lush shower and putting on moisturizer. Or maybe I am going to go for a sweaty workout, not because I feel that I need to punish myself or burn off any calories, but just because I want to shake off these negative vibes and change the energy up. And that is okay. Actually drop into how you're feeling rather than jumping to call yourself names or you know being mean to yourself because that's not helping you to get to the root of the problem and if you don't know what's actually going on then how are you going to be able to create a solution that is specific to how you are feeling so just once again regardless of what happens this holidays of how much you eat or how much you exercise you are a worthy human being I know for me from Friday through to Monday this week I am not going to go to the gym I'm not stressed out about it I'm probably going to get to the gym two or three times this week 
that's fine. I may probably go for walks with my family because that's nice and bonding. I have been, you know, drinking a little bit more recently because I have been going to lots of social events and it's been a great time and that's fine. And I just want to share some of my personal experience because sometimes we can listen to these podcasts and forget that the person who is giving this information is actually a person with all different kind of experiences, different perspectives, different things that they're exposed to. And, you know, I we all have moments where we have good and bad days or where we question our choices but at the end of the day it's coming back to what's important to you what your values are and reminding yourself of what thoughts and beliefs do I want to give energy to knowing that not every single thought that you have is real if this whole topic about your relationship with food and your body image is something that you want to continue to work on at a deeper and more structured level, I will leave the link to sign up to my course called Hungry for Life. And it's a four week course that will help you totally transform your relationship with food, let go of any guilt and anxiety about what you're eating and have a healthier, more positive body image so that you feel more confident within yourself. And I'm going to leave a coupon code in the show notes, which is going to be called holidays that is going to give you $222 off the course and that applies to both paid in full options and a payment plan as well. I've already had dozens of women go through this course and totally change in the most amazing way their relationship with food. So go in and in there, get it, check it out, have a look. Um, And that coupon code is available until the end of 2020. So Woo. All right. I'm going to sign off today. I'm going to be doing probably one more episode before the end of the year, maybe doing an end of 2020 wrap up, letting you know the highest and the lowest parts of 2020. If you have any questions or anything that you would like me to answer or anything about the year, maybe that you want to ask me or you want to hear my thoughts on or what I've been through, then please always feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. And other than that, I always appreciate you leaving your support by subscribing on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever it is that you listen to this on leaving a review, following me on Spotify, sharing, taking a screenshot, sharing all of the things. It really helps. I'm just, as I always say, a one woman show out here. And so your support is literally everything because it helps me to grow this podcast and keep creating content for you. All right. Bye.